He can take you with him on a bus or train, on a highway, or on a plane, backstage, or on a bike. It's Kevin Klein's Fuzzy Mike. Fuzzy Mike interviews. Not top of mind, not even the news. No way. Just a bunch of stuff that Kevin likes. All recorded with this Fuzzy Mike. You get the Don King reference. It looks to hear that or a tip of a horse. So we'd like to thank you all ahead of time for listening to Fuzzy Mike with your friend Kevin Klein. You know, something I like to do in my spare time, I log on to websites, uh, Yahoo News, Google News, MSN, and I particularly look at the lifestyle, entertainment, celebrity stories, and I read a little bit about the story, get myself familiar with it, and then go down and see how many reactions or comments are left on that story. And then I like to check and see how long it takes until something positive is said. This is a segment called How Long Until You See Something Positive. We start with this story, Gwyneth Paltrow's No Makeup Allowed Party. Gwyneth Paltrow threw a celebrity-studded party Wednesday night with a catch. Guests were asked to not wear makeup. Now, this garnered 163 reactions, and it took 50 comments to actually get something positive regarding this story. Margie uh, wrote, uh, Plastic surgery is considered makeup-free these days. Jay No, I have never understood why when a celebrity goes without makeup, it makes news. Yawn. Karen says, who gives a care about the rich who parade around pretending not to wear makeup? Diane, you know what? We have not gotten one guy comment yet. It's all ladies. So what? I'm 54 years old and I don't wear makeup every day. When's my party? Get a grip. Kay says, makeup free, but full of plastic, fillers, tugs, and tucks. Wow, how brave. And then you have to go all the way down. To comment number 50, left by a person called A.M., Gwen and Kate are so pretty with or without makeup. The Kate she's referring to is Kate Hudson. Here's another one that I found interesting. See inside Anne Hathaway's gorgeous New York penthouse. The two-bedroom Upper West Side residence is located in a historic Neo-Georgian mansion. 40 reactions to this story, and it took 15 comments to finally get something positive. Elizabeth wrote, the inside looks completely sterile and unlived in. Belinda, there's no kitchen counter space. That'd be a deal breaker for me. I'd be getting a contractor ASAP to correct that issue, but I guess they don't cook. Actor guy weighs in and says, meh. Michelle says, looks cold and less than cozy, although the outdoor seating area is nice. <laughs> and then a guy named Dingbat says, that's some carbon footprint. Max, boring. And then D says, would not want to live there, too plain and uncomfortable, couldn't curl up in front of the fire on that couch. Finally, though, on the 15th comment, somebody going by the moniker of A.S. says, beautiful place. And there you have it. How long until you see something positive? Jimmy Allen? Hey, hey, how are you? We're doing fantastic, buddy. How are you? I'm doing great. Now, Jimmy Allen, one of the things I really like about you is your interaction with your fans. After our, you played one of our sets here not too long ago, you spent more time in the audience signing autographs and taking pictures than you actually did playing on stage. A lot of times, you know, artists can forget that. You know, um, I have a few friends that, are, that do the pop thing, and one of them was telling me, was like, well, I feel like, you know, when they come to a show, they pay for a show. Like, that's the service. Like, when somebody builds your house, they're paying for building a house. Like, if people pay for a concert, you give them the concert, that's it. Then that person was like, I don't feel like I'm obligated to, you know, take pictures and sign autographs. I said, well, you're not obligated to do it, but I feel like it's the right thing to do. You know what I mean? I do like, know what you I, mean. I, 
because uh, it's you know without these people supporting my music um I wouldn't have a career I wouldn't be able to support my family or my band and their family and my team and you know these people I I know how it means to give up $50 or $100 and I know how hard you you know you got to work for that you know and you know for me to take a picture or sign an autograph it takes 2 seconds right it's easy and and you have a fan for life then Oh yeah, and I always want them to know I appreciate them. You know that's why the acoustic show I ran out in the crowd. Yeah, you know like people are like, whoa, you can't run out in the crowd. Why not? Exactly. Well, you know people might touch you. Oh, big deal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I want to give people a high five. We're all human. You know, I tell people all the time like, there's no difference between the people you see singing on stage and the people that stay after and clean this place up. You know, we're all just humans trying to work hard and provide for our family. And Jimmy Allen, you, you know that because uh, Best Shot was number one. Make Me Wanna is about to be number one. But before you had a number one and a half so far, you were a janitor, just like I was oh, before yeah. I got into radio. So you know yeah. exactly how people are the same. I was the guy cleaning up the places. That's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? And we just brought up Best Shot. Your debut single was number one for three weeks on country radio, made history as the first black artist to launch their career with a number one debut at country radio. Here it is, the video to Jimmy Allen's Best Shot. I'm ready to be the version of me that eight-year-old Jimmy knew I could be. Just flesh and bone, heart and soul, and I've earned a couple scars. I've let once in a lifetime kind of things slide right out of my arms. I struck out, I've been knocked down more times than I can count. But that don't matter now. Cause when you smile, I see the sun sink down on the coast out of California. And there's no doubt because. Saying that I'm perfect, dokes, girl, you know I'm not, but I'll love you with everything I got, girl, I'll give you my best shots. You saw a spark inside of me that no one else could find. Your good morning eyes, they get me high, girl, you're always on my mind. Oh, yeah. 
recording artist Jimmy Allen I saw something the other day where you said success doesn't have a timeline what made you realize that hey you know what I've reached that success point um probably never I don't really have that that hey once I get here I've made it or what I just have a bunch of stuff I have to do you know and then right when I think I'm done I'm done with ideas I have more ideas so I, for me it's a I don't know I never get too comfortable you know my problem and my mom was trying to help me with is she said, you got to learn to slow down and enjoy the achievements because it was great. You know, I had my first number one. Like, oh, this is awesome. What's next? You know? Right. So I'm trying to learn how to slow down and enjoy it. How did singing uh, come about? You have an interesting story about why singing entered your life. Oh, I stuttered real bad when I was a kid. I didn't know that about you. Yeah, I stuttered bad. Like I had a speech therapist and what she started having me do was like, you know, kind of write my thoughts down and what I wanted to say. And that helped with you know, songwriting in the beginning. And then she was, you know, you notice when people stutter, they don't stutter when they sing. So I kind of used to sing the first word of what I wanted to say and then kind of flow into it and start talking after that. And I didn't know this about you. At age 22, you had a real health scare. Oh, yeah. Um, I had a heart attack when I was 20. Like How does that happen? About 23. Life? I don't know. Uh, just hereditary. My grandpa had one. He was the same age. My dad so forth, so forth, and, you know, things happen, you deal with it, and, you know, try to figure out how to not make it happen again. <laughs> and and you're very active, I mean, you, you work out a lot, you're active on stage. I'm very chill, laid back, I'm like, yeah, you are. Eh, it is what it is, you know, I'm I'm late to things sometimes, I'm, you know, I, I, I might seem like I don't care, or things not a big of a deal, I just, I refuse to be stressed out, like, that's no good for nobody, you know what I mean, like, I'm like, life is fun. Life is easy. It don't have to be as complicated or as difficult as people make it. You know, I feel like people would enjoy life a lot more if just slow down for a little bit. You know, calm down. Even when you were sleeping in your car in Nashville, you weren't stressed out? Nah. Because my, I, I never let my current situation, my current reality wasn't my end goal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you got to be able to, it, it's everything in life starts with mental toughness everything you know you can't name one successful person that has uh sustained success over six or seven years sit around and panic all day they don't we you know we you chill like you have to be like you can love what you do and work hard but there's a time when you have to realize you know you got to be patient it's about the long game you know what i mean because there were three record deals i passed up on and it because if i just wanted the money I, and, and just wanted the right now satisfaction, which doesn't guarantee longevity, I'd have took it, you know? That's a whole separate conversation than how yeah, you can man, remain you, patient. It's like when you got to believe in yourself. You have to believe in what you have to offer. you got to believe that you're the only person that can offer that because there's only one of everyone, you know? And once you do that, you start to know your value and how much you're worth and how much your 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 mental approach and everything plays a big part in what you do you know what I mean and you got to be calm cool and collected about it because you're going to hear people that say I don't agree with this or you should do this or you shouldn't say this or you shouldn't do that or you shouldn't do this with your hair you shouldn't work this job no life's about what you want to do as long as you're working hard 
you're a good person, you treat your family well, you treat everyone you come in contact well, um, that's all that matters. So, I mean, those are things that you can control, Jimmy Allen. Let me talk about something that you can't control. How has race played a factor in your 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 career? Um, you know, it has its ups and downs. You know, there's times where it's a perk of being the only black guy, but then, you know, there's times where, um, you know, you get people don't understand it. Like, for instance, if a white guy puts on a cowboy hat, they don't question it. You know, he could be from the most ghetto part of Detroit, and they won't ask a question. You know, he doesn't need to authenticate whatever his his country roots, you know. But if a black guy puts on a cowboy hat, he's got to prove how country he is. And I'm like, why? You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why? Like, at the end of the day, you know, I look at a cowboy hat like a chain in hip hop. It's just a hat. It don't mean anything. Just because you wear a hat don't mean you're a cowboy. It, just, it doesn't mean you've, you've roped cattle. You know, just because you wear Jordans don't mean you're not from a small town and grew up going to church and fishing and all that stuff. And just because you wear boots don't mean you're not from an inner city. You know, I don't think what you wear is not a direct reflection of what's inside. You know, and a lot of times we've allowed stereotypes to put us in these boxes and we've all been systematically brainwashed to believe that if you're from this place and look like this, you know, that's this is what you should be doing. Because people forget in the 20s, like, the country music stemmed from blues. They had D. Ford Bailey purposely play the harmonica on country songs to sound like blues songs when they were trying to introduce this new genre. You know, if you go back to every legend in country music, Johnny Cass, et cetera, et cetera, every last one of those guys their mentors were black. Like the banjo comes from Africa. You know what I mean? So it's it's a, it's a lot of history there that people don't understand. And I always tell people, listen, you should should check your history <laughs> and understand where country music comes from and the purpose of country music and the reason why they started it and when it started to go a lot more Western. Because if you notice, it started going Western around the same time, really Western around the same time Motown was created in Detroit. So if you're a black guy in Detroit and your family only listens to Motown, you don't, and there's no social media, nothing. You don't know there's black people in Montana listening to country music. You know what I mean? That's why I feel like uh, 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 representation is important. Everyone of every race and every gender should have some sort of representation in every career field they want to go into. Because for me, life is all about inclusion, loving yourself, and loving everybody around you. Man, we have just scratched the surface with you. I hope that you and I can sit down and have a more extended conversation. Congrats on uh, congrats on Best Shot. Congrats uh, on you. Make Me Want To. What a great video. I love thank the uh, I love the magic wand touch of, of that. <laughs> Talk to you soon. I see it. And here is that video for Jimmy Allen. Make Me Want To. Can you spare a few dollars for a tired old woman? Yeah, I actually just finished cooking dinner. Would you like to come inside? Go. You can grab a seat right there. Thank you. And this something for you. It's not much, but here we go. Thank you. You're so welcome. Whew. It's kind of warm in here. You, my boy, are so kind. Thank you. And you're kind of cute, too. Oh. I have a little something for you. Right. Here it is. A magic wand that will help you fulfill your every dream and fulfill your heart's desires. With the flick of the wrist, poof, practice a bit.
And remember, have yourself a little fun. Goodbye. wand in that video uh jimmy allen is a huge fan of disney uh we have coined the phrase dis nerds here at uh, the fuzzy mic and he's been like 49 times over the last two or three years and e- even he will admit that even if he didn't have a five-year-old son he'd still go and that's where he actually got engaged to his uh his fiance was right in front of the uh, the big castle there so so much more to talk about with jimmy allen we hope that he'll join us again soon right here on the fuzzy mic Thanks for listening to this episode of the Fuzzy Mike with Kevin Klein. Check back often and stay fuzzy, friends. Fuzzy Mike is a presentation of the Kevin Klein Fuzzy Mike Industry, Incorporated.
LLC.